Your generous support is the only thing keeping this show going. I rely on the support of my listeners to keep creating content. And you don't have to sign up for one of the Patreon plans. I know some of you really don't want another monthly payment you have to manage. But if you believe in my work, please consider sending a one-time gift at lesbianromantic.com support. Every dollar counts. Whether it's buying me a coffee or an entire bag of specialty coffee beans, your gift will be used to create another episode like this one. Thank you so much for helping me out. Lesbianromantic.com slash support. Curious to find out what happens next in The Taste of a Smile? Then you can just keep listening. I don't like paywalls, you see. I think it's important everyone has free access to stories that make them smile. I can only keep going if enough listeners support my work, though. Would you like to help make sure I can release a new episode next week? And the week after that? Become a supporter today. Go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 15, 61 Days. It was the lamest lie ever and Mary knew it. In the heat of the moment, and there had definitely been heat coursing through her veins, Mary had almost told Lex the truth. She was attracted to Lex. It was as simple as that. She saw it clearly now, and it was hard to believe she hadn't connected the dots earlier. Maybe she hadn't wanted to. When she had felt Lex's fingers brush against hers, she had briefly thought Lex was about to grab her hand. Mary had instinctively reached out for her, pulling back at the very last moment. A tiny part of her brain had still been functioning properly. There will be no way back, it had whispered. Mary had suddenly understood the magnitude of what she had been about to do, and so she had uttered the first lie she could come up with. You're obviously in great shape, and I'm not at all. Lex's blue eyes had been fixed on Mary's. Mary thought she had seen disappointment in them. Lex hadn't replied to Mary's awkward admission, opting for casual conversation instead. Mary had gone along with it for the rest of the walk to the hotel. No, she hadn't planned to go to the gym. Yes, next time she would pack an outfit. Now, they were seated at a table in the bar. Lex had told her this place would be more casual than the hotel restaurant. Casual turned out to be a very subjective term, Mary realized. The place was decorated in the style of a high-end cocktail bar. Leather chairs stood around shiny, mahogany tables. A luxurious, thick carpet gave the spacious room a cozy feel. Mary flipped the page of the menu and was happy to discover an impressive selection of gourmet burgers. The vegetarian burger with sweet potato fries sounded perfect. See anything you're in the mood for? Yeah, the veggie burger looks great. You're a vegetarian? 
Lex asked, closing her menu and putting it aside. About 99% of the time, yeah, Mary told her. I have some seafood now and then. Lex smiled. Can't resist the shrimp. Mary crossed her legs under the table. Shrimp, crab, oh, and lobster. <laughs> lobster, Lex laughed. Expensive taste, huh? Mary huffed playfully. Look who's talking. Lex grabbed her chest as if she had been shot. Touché. Mary studied the fine lines around Lex's eyes. They told Mary Lex did smile often. Just not at work all that much, she guessed. She liked it when Lex smiled. She didn't like how it made her heart skip a beat or two. <clears throat> what are you having to drink? Mary asked, clearing her throat. I think I'll have a Stella, Lex said, looking around for the waiter. A beer? Mary asked in surprise. Lex arched a dark eyebrow. Yeah, can't I have a beer? Mary shifted in her seat. Um, of course you can. You thought I would order some fancy wine, didn't you? Lex asked, looking amused. The heat crept up Mary's neck again. Lex was making her blush every three minutes. Okay, maybe. Lex moved to the edge of her seat and placed her lower arms on the table. What other things do you think about me? What? I don't... Mary started, but then fell silent. First of all, she thought a lot of things, but she wasn't about to admit to any of them. Secondly, was Lex teasing her again? Ha, huh, see? Lex said, leaning closer. Let me guess. Mary laughed to hide her embarrassment. <laughs> you think I'm spoiled? Lex asked. Mary hid her face behind her hands. So, spoiled. Arrogant, too? Stop it, Mary pleaded, peeking between her fingers. Lex was grinning. She didn't seem hurt or insulted. I don't think any of those things anymore, Mary said, her hands dropping to the table in surrender. Lex wagged a finger at her. But you used to. Mary looked down at her hands as she considered her next move. She decided to be brutally honest. Can you blame me after last week? This gave Lex pause. She pursed her lips. No, I can't. She said, I was a total bitch. Mary smiled at Lex's bluntness. She wasn't going to deny it. Lex really had been a pain in the ass. Why, though? She blurted out. Uh, Lex sighed. That's a tough question. If you don't want to answer it, Mary said, shrugging. That's fine. She was only pretending not to care all that much, of course. Her heart rate had picked up and she wished Lex to finally open up a little. She desperately wanted to know more about her. Lex took in a deep breath. She scanned the room, maybe hoping the waiter would finally arrive to take their order. Mary inwardly begged him to stay away. She felt like she might never get another chance to have this conversation with Lex. I have not been myself since I lost my previous job, Lex admitted. Her voice suddenly revealed a profound fatigue. Mary instantly felt horrible about poking her nose into Lex's business. I'm sorry, I... Lex raised her hand. No, it's okay. After my behavior last week, I owe you an explanation. 
Mary woke up with a start. A glance at the alarm clock told her it was 4.30 a.m. She was surprised she had slept for six hours. Her head had been spinning with questions and thoughts when she had crawled into bed. Mary sat up. She knew it was no use trying to get back to sleep. Her mind was already going back into overdrive. It was hard not to panic. Maybe a long, hot shower would help, she thought. I'm in so much trouble, she muttered to herself, making her way to the bathroom. A minute later, she let her head fall back against the tiles of the shower. The water ran over her face and shoulders. When she closed her eyes, the first thing she saw was Lex's face. Mary groaned. Yesterday had brought a lot of things into focus for her. Or rather, it had revealed something she wished wasn't there. Something that had taken her by surprise and made life much more complicated than it should be. Why Lex? She wondered. Of all people, why the one person you shouldn't have a crush on? Mary inhaled deeply and adjusted the water to make it less hot. She was getting a little lightheaded. She placed her hands against the wall and stared down at her own feet. Memories of last night's conversation floated to the surface of her mind. I got fired, Lex had admitted. Or, I was asked to leave. Same thing. This revelation had caught Mary off guard. She had never wondered why Lex had joined Le Roi or why she had left her old job. She had always focused on the family link with Hannah. Lex had continued, leaning back in her chair. It really pissed me off. They took everything from me. I know it's not an excuse, but... She scratched her cheek and let out a sigh. I'm sorry, Mary said. I didn't know. When was this? Lex fidgeted with one of the cotton napkins the waiter had left on the table after taking their order. 61 days ago. You've been counting, Mary said in surprise. Lex met her gaze shyly. Yeah. Mary tugged at the little ring in her ear. So, what happened? A co-worker confided in me about something. Lex replied and frowned. Mary shifted in her seat, struggling to sit still as she waited for Lex to continue. She was sexually assaulted by a senior partner of the firm. Lex said. Her eyes burned with anger. Oh, Mary whispered. That's awful. Lex nodded fiercely. She was too scared to tell anyone, but I knew Vicky pretty well and I could just tell something was off, you know. I finally asked her to step into my office and that's when she broke down. Mary's throat tightened. There had always been rumors about this guy, Lex continued, the words tumbling out now. I just didn't give them much credit, you know. People talk. People try to take each other down. It's just business. Mary frowned. She didn't agree with Lex's assumption that these rumors were business as usual, but kept this to herself. What did you do? She asked instead. Her hands were getting clammy. For some reason, whatever Lex would say next really mattered to her. Lex sighed. I knew human resources wouldn't do a thing to help her. They would just try to make the problem go away. She shook her head warily. If Figgy spoke up, she'd not only be out of a job, she wouldn't be able to get a new one at another firm either. They'd make sure of that. Mary gasped. What? 
That's just evil. Lex huffed. <laughs> Tell me about it. They ended up doing it to me. What? Mary repeated, sitting up with a jolt. Why? The waiter showed up at the worst possible moment then. He was carrying their drinks. Lex was staring at her hands, so she didn't see him. Mary discreetly shook her head at him, hoping he'd get the hint. Do not interrupt. He met her eyes and stopped dead in his tracks. He glanced down at the drinks, then back at Mary. She widened her eyes and shook her head again. The waiter shrugged and mouthed, I'll be back in five. Mary nodded in gratitude. Lex was still wringing her hands and kept her eyes on the table. Mary reached for her, resting her fingers on Lex's sleeve. Hey, I won't tell a soul, she tried to assure her. Lex's eyes snapped to the spot where Mary was touching her. Mary's pulse picked up, but she left her hand where it was. After some very long seconds, Lex met her gaze. I know, she croaked. Mary smiled shyly. Lex didn't smile back, but continued with her story. I confronted the CEO with it. He didn't take it seriously. The guy was one of his buddies, after all. So I told him I'd quit unless there was a serious investigation. Whoa, Mary said. That's very brave. Lex grimaced. He fired me on the spot. Mary squeezed Lex's arm. That's insane. It gets worse, Lex said. He threatened to destroy both me and Vicky's career if I told anyone about this. Mary felt absolutely powerless just listening to Lex. She had had no clue what Lex had been going through. In the end, I reached out to a family friend who is on the board of the company. I managed to get Vicky some glowing recommendations so she could easily find a job at another firm. But you lost your job, Mary whispered. And they made sure every firm in the city knew I was trouble, Lex said, blowing out a deep breath. But it was still the right thing to do. Fuck, Mary cursed when the water from the shower went from hot to cold. She stumbled out of the shower, feeling disoriented. The memory of last night's conversation had been so vivid, she had felt like she was back at the restaurant. Her hair was stuck to her head. The skin on her shoulders was flushed. She placed a hand on the cold porcelain of the sink and wiped some of the steam on the mirror away. She stared at herself as she replayed the rest of the night in her mind. The waiter had come back with her drinks and Lex had asked to drop the topic for now. So they had discussed the conference first. Lex had asked her some questions too. Mary could only remember half of what she had told Lex. All she had been thinking for the rest of the night was how much she admired Lex. How brave this woman was. How amazing. By the time she had gotten to her room, Mary had come to a startling realization. She had a huge crush on Lex Emsworth, and it ran way deeper than superficial physical attraction. Standing here in the bathroom, naked and vulnerable, Mary realized suppressing these feelings wouldn't be easy. She grabbed a towel, wrapped it around herself, and went back to bed.
This was part 15 of The Taste of a Smile. Thank you so much to the listeners who support my work. It is thanks to your contributions that I was able to create this episode. So, as we say in Flanders, in French, weirdly, even though our language is Dutch, merci. Hey, don't forget, you can always get the latest news, latest episodes, and script excerpts at lesbianromantic.com. So, if I get sick again, that's the place where you will find out. I also started a vlog over there. It's still a bit of an experiment, but go check it out. Lesbianromantic.com and click behind the scenes. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you next week for part 16 of The Taste of a Smile. Bye. <laughs>